0: Kia ora koutou, and thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Code with Kingy, where we are previewing the All Blacks' sixth test as part of the Rugby Championship, where they take on the Springboks for the first time in over two years uh, in Townsville, Queensland, on Saturday night at 7 pm. And joining me this week, is one of the boys I've got to know through a number of different guys, really. I think it started with like the likes of Mannix and Miley and yeah. Harvey Henderson, that being Mitch Butler, my bro. Um, First of all, before we crack into it, thank you very much for your time. And what's doing?
1: Kia ora bro. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Eh? Keen, to, keen to crack in and talk some code with Kingy. So, um, yeah, Mannix, the bad man, some of those stream boys I've managed to link up. So now nah, keen to crack into it.
0: Should be a good
1: game this weekend.
0: Yeah, bro, very happy for the link. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, Springboks this weekend for the ABs, their 100th clash. Just a few numbers before we get into the to the question side of things. 59 wins for the All Blacks, 36 wins for the Springboks, and four draws. And as I mentioned, the last time they came up against each other was in the 2019 World Cup in pool play, where the All Blacks prevailed 23-13. And I'm guessing we've both had a chance to look at the lineups for this weekend's clash. And I guess we'll start with our boys. Back three. Jordy Barrett gets the nod at fullback. George Bridge gets the left-wing spot with Will Jordan on the right. Leonard Brown's out with a hammy issue, which has been persisting. So he sticks at 13, heavily at 12. Bone and Barrett, TJ Perinari, you could sort of see that coming. But in the loosies, Luke Jacobson got the nod. Um, but from what I've seen, Dalton Papali isn't quite right. Same with Hoskins Tutu. So Ethan Blackadder comes into the bench as <laughs> cover. Cody Taylor takes his spot back at number two with Samasoni Tokiaho. Looking like he's leapfrogged Asafwa more in the picking order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got Big Carl and Ofatunga Fasi on the pine to add some extra experience. Um, I'll go to you, my bro. What did you make of this team? Would you have had any changes? Yeah, I think
1: um, that back three, like I think just because of the South Africans, probably gonna kick if they persist with that same sort of game plan. So having the likes of Will Jordan and Bridge on the wings, probably just to diffuse some of those some of those kicks. Um and then the size of Geordie I reckon, because the, obviously Damian McKenzie's had a, a bit of a go there as well. But I think that just the size eh, of Geordie um is going to be pretty crucial under those high balls. But yeah, that back three is probably pretty interesting to me. And then in the Lucy's as well. I don't know. I've, I um, I thought that, well, obviously with those possible injuries um, or slight noodles, but I thought Dalton would have been in amongst it. Otherwise, it would have been a pretty hard decision to leave him out of the full 23 either way. So those were probably the two things I was looking at, which was pretty interesting.
0: Mm. See, I, I'd like Jacobson over the last couple of weeks. He seems to be mm. one of those guys who gets in and around the ball. He's got that edge to him. He's got concrete shoulders by the looks of it but a sacred boy, uh, Hoskins Satutu, he, yeah, he took his chance on Saturday night. I mean it was always going to be tough for him you could sort of see with it being almost a dead rubber game that they were giving guys as part of their squad an opportunity just to test out their depth and I think unless he played, I mean he, he did. I thought he did play well but I think if he yeah. had it played exceptionally well maybe that would have forced Ian Foster's hand but I'd, I'd actually had this chat with my old man funnily enough and he's not yeah. sure if Luke could if Luke Jacobson's quite got the size um, in comparison mm. to maybe someone like a Satutu who offers another line out option. But again, I don't know enough about four play to really throw my two cents in there, but yeah. um, Ardy, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Artie at seven. I prefer him at seven. I think he's yeah. obviously accommodated for the likes of Sam Kane and the All Blacks and Duplessis Karifi and the Hurricanes. And just, you know, because of his ability with ball in hand, he can be played at eight, but I feel like he's best at home at seven. Um, And then you touched on Geordie Barrett as well at fullback. I think the other thing that he had going for him outside of having that size in comparison to Damian McKenzie is his goal-kicking. Because as we saw from from Bowden Barrett in the first couple of tests, he wasn't striking them very well. And I think in a game like this, where points will be hard to come by in terms of crossing the chalk, goal-kicking could be a major factor. And Geordie Barrett has been hitting them pretty sweetly. And he can kick them from behind halfway if need be. So... I think that's obviously something Ian Foster has taken into account. But then yeah, the wingers again, like like you touched on, I think that size probably paid a part. And I mean, Severu Reese isn't the biggest guy going around. So that's probably what's gone against him. Although yeah. I mean, you look at someone like Cheslin Colby, who thankfully for the All Blacks isn't playing this week. Yeah. I mean, like you see how awesome he is. And I mean, like Sever Reese has been scoring pick and go tries the last couple of tests. You yeah, know, don't take any, old of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. You can't knock his work, right? And you don't take that away from Will Jordan and um, from Will, Will Bridge and their abilities. But I thought that you know, from a form perspective, Severus has been sort of hard done by. But yeah, I think yeah. the rest of the squad really, really picks itself. I mean, I myself yeah. have been vocal in the past about being more of a Brad Weber fan, but I think TJ Peronata has taken his opportunities in his last mm. two bouts and I guess cemented himself in the eyes of the coaches and perhaps. Other rugby fans besides myself that he's the number two, but yeah, I think that they've obviously gone with experience for this game. I mean, Tuba yeah. is out, Patrick Tupelo, is on the bench. Um, you got two experienced props, so George Barrett and Tyrell Lomax miss out, but yeah, it, 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 yeah. I, I don't, I don't really know what to make of it because the Aussies beat them two games in a row, and you know, you had to take into consideration that first test, Quay Cooper, you know, magical ending kicked that goal, but that yeah. last test, the Springboks were nothing like what we'd seen in the past or what we'd expected from them. So I mean, like, do yeah. you like how how confident do you feel as an All Blacks fan? Yeah, it's interesting, yeah, because before coming into this, obviously
1: hadn't played South Africa for a while, but they'd been informed like coming off that line series one, um, putting Argentina away pretty easily as well. And then it, yeah, them coming into that Aussie that Aussie series, oh, yeah, like you mentioned, that Quade Cooper kick at the death was obviously saved the Aussies there. But in that second test, they didn't really like fire a punch. It was all sort of what you'd see as standard sort of South African tactics of the the maul from in the twenty-two, and then just kick it when you're not in the twenty-two sort of thing. So, be interesting to see if they change that a uh, this week. But as an AB's fan, you have got to always always back the boys. But I still think that South Africa will show up like it's the 100th test there's so much on the line haven't played each other for a couple years like it's gonna um they're definitely gonna get up for it 100 percent. they won't be the same as the last two Aussie games are eh?
0: no I think I mean I would have thought that after that first game maybe they come back with a bit of fire in the belly but like you said they obviously didn't fire and particularly the areas and that's sp- in that second game for them. I thought yeah. that they didn't utilize their ball well and some of their option taking was pretty poor, but like you said, I think in a game like the hundred test, they are going to be a team given all the experience that they have that will rise to the occasion. But I think for their sake, they got to hope that someone like Andre Pollard, who while he is one dimensional, yeah. when he is on song with the boot, he is pretty dangerous <laughs> there and he just, he hasn't quite been hitting them right. I don't know how much of that is a cause of the travel. So, I mean, like you look at the way that they played in South Africa and I don't think they played particularly well, but how well their tactics worked. And you I mean you got to remember the Lions are made up of the best four Northern Hemisphere teams. So they're, they're no slouches, but that hasn't quite translated down under. Um, yeah. And hopefully it doesn't translate um, the next two weekends. But as I touched on in my first spiel, Cheson Colby isn't available for them, who is probably like the only South African player that I like probably because he plays like he's a Kiwi. Um, So I don't know where a lot of their other points are going to come by. Although I don't know much about South African rugby, a lot has been said about their midfield and how defensively strong they are. So I think this is going to be a big game for David Havili. Although I have been impressed with the way that he's played there for a guy whose only real experience has been this year in a 12 jumper. It's It's a different kettle of fish taking on boys. You probably have an extra 15 kilos on them, you know, like across the 15 kilos, 10, 15, 20. I don't know how you want yeah. to go about it. <laughs> you get what I mean? So yeah, I'm I think the the area that I'm gonna be interested in outside of you know the typical areas like the goal kicking and the line out, which is the South Africans yes. bread and butter, it's gonna be the go for for me from the back line. And a lot of first phase play comes off David Havili. Mm, and yes. you know, so he so he's he doesn't always take it to the line or to, he doesn't always carry, sorry, but a lot of the play is made off his decision-making. So, yeah, a big test for him. But, I mean, you've got experience in the likes of Bowden Barrett and Perinara inside you, and you got a big player out the back to play to, like a, a Tommy turbo player and, and Jordy Barrett. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I guess, like, if we're going to add in a South African point of view, if you were them, do you feel like there's a, an area of the field outside of, like, maybe the lineup that they can look to target the All Blacks to get some points? Yeah,
1: it's interesting because yeah, I think, like you mentioned, their this second five centres, their yeah, their centres are fairly big boys. And although like Rico for us, I reckon's been one of the or probably the form back. There's always sort of been that question mark around him coming into centre and like his reads defensively as well. And I think mm. sometimes he's been caught out there. So I think that's um that could be somewhere where they try to target a bit, but. And saying that, it's also one of our strengths at the same time. So, yeah, I, I think that second-five centre match-up is going to be huge. Like you said, if a lot of that first-phase play comes off Havili, and if they shut that down or, like, get over Havili and, and put him on the back foot, then Bodhi's going to have to come up with some different options and we're going to have to try some different things. So, no, nah, I reckon that'll be, that'll be pretty interesting. Eh? And, obviously, being a... Being a back myself, that's probably the most most part I can add any comment in rather than any of the forward stuff. A eh?
0: Yeah. I, I think this is another opportunity but perhaps for someone like Ricoani, who is in form with ball in hand, to even get involved off the wing, like you see like a Severis do. So, you yeah. know, just keep it simple. So like the like the one two cuts with the winger trailing on the inside or doing I know we call it Jonah out in Wainui where you, you, you dummy mm-hmm. cut the second five and have the winger come in and off his wing. Just that sort of stuff because he's he's he is a big boy. Um, why am I saying wing? So actually, no. So getting <laughs> Rico Rico Iwani in there to carry out. But I mean, like our wingers, Will Jordan and George Bridge aren't no slouches. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, just getting him more involved with perhaps the physical stuff rather than the finesse. Because so I think the last couple of weeks we've seen with Iwani, he's been not so much a decoy but he's been on the end of a lot of moves which has seen him get into space and his um his option taking has been question marked as well as well as his um his defensive read so yeah I think it'll be again a big opportunity for them because I think if they can get through this one and and if they do go on to play well then there's the question mark of well you know I know how experienced Anton Leonard Brown is but I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of Ricky Iwani at centre. I know it's an yeah. unpopular opinion, but I just feel like if he can get that defensive stuff short up, because he does have a pretty good short passing game and he's as quick as an outside back like we saw and he hasn't lost a touch of his toe. I mean, you only have to go back to that game in Perth where he mowed down, what was it, Tom Banks. And yeah. I didn't give him a chance because I think Banks had a good 5-10 metre head start. So, again, like yeah. I know the... The loyal listeners have heard me ramble on about that um, forever, but yeah, we'll go to our score predictions though. Who have you got winning and by how much?
1: Oh, um, got it back to ABs. I think it'll be close. Hey? I, I'm, I'm saying twelve and under. Maybe. Oh, what am I going to go here? Thirty-one twenty-three. There you
0: go. What are you? <laughs> Again, I'm tr- I'm trusting Geordie's boot. Yeah, and so I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go two tries to one, and I'm gonna go thirteen twenty-four. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So oh, the no. fans are, yeah, they'll
1: they'll kick a few to start. Or I think yeah, penalties will probably flow back and forth to start a, and then if anything opens up, I think a few tries could be scored. But yeah. You got it, yeah. I think if Jordy's on, then it could um could could get a bit higher.
0: I don't know. I just have a funny feeling that this is this game's going to be very stop and starty. I don't I don't yeah. feel like the All Blacks are going to quite click like they have the last couple of weeks, just given the the ferocity that the Springboks are going to come out with, and that yeah, like a lot of points are going to be taken early, um, but that neither team are going to let in it neither team are gonna let anything go really defensively. But that the yep. All Blacks will um I don't I I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I think I think the Springboks yeah. will look good for the first half an hour. And then I think it'll be a, a back and forth affair where I think the All Blacks sort of pull away in that last 20 minutes, which is something that we haven't quite definitively seen the last couple of mm-hmm. tests in terms of the edge of, in terms of rounding out games. Yep. So yeah, fingers crossed this is a step and the right direction but yeah it, it, i don't know like just to wrap this up it's, it's a funny one because like all year i've been barking on about okay because I, I i haven't been an ian foster fan and i'm gonna be like doesn't matter what he does until we play the spring box yeah now he's playing the spring box and the spring box aren't playing very well and <laughs> i'm always going to come away with this if you let's go out and beat them it's like well fuck i didn't think the spring box were going to be that shit yeah. so like is ian foster yeah. still really that good so yeah I'm in a tough position because again, like the All Blacks can only play who they have in front of them, and he does have the assurance that he's going to be around till the next World Cup. So, yeah, maybe I do have to start biting my tongue a a bit more and handing out a few apologies as much as that tastes like (laughs) vinegar. But um, yeah, my bro, we'll wrap that up there. Thank you very much for your time. Um, and I'll catch up with you on Sunday hopefully to recap what is hopefully an All Blacks win. Sounds good, bro. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Take care. Is it you too?